in the beginning, you got to be up five, six o'clock in the morning. Trust me, the deals that you get in the morning, you won't get those deals. And the work that you get in the morning done, you won't be able to get work done after 12 o'clock. You got to wake up early in the morning before people can make decisions. You know, everything that most of the deals that I got is like getting up early in the morning and, you know, catching up to the deals. Welcome to Take Action Entrepreneurs Podcast, where we interview entrepreneurs that took action and got to the top of their industry. And on this podcast, we share with you exactly how they did it. Today, we got Sheikh Habib. We know him as Hank. We met him as Hank, but his real name is Sheikh Habib. Thank you very much. He is from Baltimore, Maryland. He's originally from Pakistan. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. You, you're in real estate at the moment, right? Yes, right now I'm doing real estate. But you have had a lot of different businesses. You're, you've been an entrepreneur for years now. Your journey is amazing. So we talked off camera, as you know. And No, but first thing first, thank you very much for having me here with you guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. And uh, giving me the opportunity of uh, speaking with you guys and uh, telling you about how the entrepreneurship works mm -hmm. and how would it more motivate everybody else around the world and everybody who's watching us. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. So Hank, uh, Hank, a.k.a. Shake, we know him <laughs> as Hank, so we're going to go ahead and... That's fine. Not a problem. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and uh, I just want you to tell the people, where do, are you originally from? And maybe you could tell them your story, uh, your upcoming Mm -hmm. And how you ended up here now in real estate? Uh, I'm I'm originally from Pakistan, and my place of birth is Karachi. It's one of the most busiest cities in the world, and uh, I was born there. And I started my you know my my studies, my work there. I was there for a couple of years, and then my family moved to UK, England. I did my uh, schooling there until fifth or sixth grade. I came back, you know, a lot of traveling has been into my family uh, since I've born or before I was born. My dad's been traveling a lot. And uh, so I'm basically from Pakistan. That's where I began my journey from. Uh, you know, I, I started off as a government contractor. I've been mm -hmm. seeing my parents, my dad working, my mom working as well, apart from being a housewoman, housewife. And uh, that's what gave me that uh, motivation. push motivation to do something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So growing up, I mean, did you grow up in a, you know, wealthy family, um, working class or what type of family did you grow up? I, I, I grew up. I grew up in a good family background and, you know, I've, I've been seeing, I want to say that I was born with a golden spoon, I would say that. <laughs> but, you know, you have to, in a lifetime, you have to put that um, golden spoon on a side and mm -hmm. see what's your worth and you're going to make your own worth uh, over here Correct. that, you know, because not everybody is born like that. Not everybody right, right, got to right. do that. But you got to make your way, your path apart from what you already have to make your own worth because if you're under a big umbrella you would be uh hidden but if you have your own name you know you're, you're gonna have your own identity right so since day one i was always uh you know i was like you know i should have my own identity right that's what gave me a push i could have been you know hanging around with my father's money and all that stuff but no, that that never that never motivated me. I was like, you know, you don't care about it if you have when you have it. Yeah, it's pretty interesting what you told us off camera about what you did in order to put yourself in a tougher situation than you were, right? So, 
Right, right. That's, so that's where you learn. Mm -hmm. If you don't struggle and you don't uh, understand that struggling, because struggling helps you motivate. It helps right. you get to that level. You don't struggle. If you get everything, you, you would never care about it. You'll exactly. Like, oh, yeah. I, already, I already have it. Exactly. Right. So there's, there's you work no harder when you when you don't have anything. Yeah. yeah so yeah. for the people that don't know, um, what is it that you did when you were living in Pakistan with your family? What is it that, that you decided to move out of? I was just a normal guy like everybody else. Eat, sleep, party, and repeat. And then one day my parents found out, you know, I've been doing that too much. And then my dad was like, you know, you, you can't be home all the time doing all this stuff. You got to do something. Right. He threw me out of the house and that's it. I was like, oh, shoot. That's it. You know, then I went, I ended up going to Dubai. I made a small deal here and there. I came back to Pakistan. I started off as a government uh, contractor. Okay. And uh, that's when, you know, I, I decided to do something for, for the people over there growing up, seeing that there are some stuff like even when you when you go across a, a sidewalk or something, you're like, hey, why are there so many potholes on the road? Mm -hmm. You just have this curiosity. So since my childhood, I had this curiosity. Why isn't this uh, these, these buildings, these government buildings or roads or infrastructure is not built that much? So that's actually, and then, you know, I've been seeing my father working as a government contractor. My father, my grandfather, and my great-great-grandfather, they all were contractors. So it's coming with me. It's, it's in my blood, you know, mm -hmm. and, and real estate as well. Mm -hmm. So it came all the way, you know, since past four generations, uh, we've been doing this contracting and real estate side mm -hmm. by side. So your first journey in entrepreneurship and business was contracting, correct? Yes. Okay. Contracting. And real estate, both. I was I was doing side by side. I was doing a little uh, hustling, I would say, with the mm -hmm. real, uh, you know, uh, just like a wholesaling kind of a stuff. Mm -hmm. I was uh, I bought some uh, shops in, in in the same city. This and was then, in Pakistan, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I bought two shops, and then what I did, I just sold them immediately. I made some money. I had a contract for the first contract in two thousand nine. I got it for. Uh, probably four thousand dollars. I put in two thousand dollars. I made a profit of two thousand dollars, hundred percent. I was like, okay, I gotta get into this game. But it's not always that. Right. Once once you get one contract, two contracts, and then you look at the volume. Once you have a volume, you see like out of ten contracts, you you know, or out of ten properties, you make profit only in eight, and mm. in two properties, you don't make profit only because you gotta be in the game. You look at the volume. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like that for every business. It's, it's just a numbers game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. It is. It definitely, is. definitely. definitely. So is. after you were <clears throat> a contractor, you decided to go to Dubai, right? I, w I went to Dubai. I came back from Dubai. You know, I saw the financial crunch in 2009 that hit in Dubai. I, I was actually one of the ones who made the last deals over there. Mm. And I started working in Pakistan as a contractor. I got my contractor's license and everything. Then I got part time. I got into real estate as well. I was buying real estate properties, and then the, this time came where you know I was just tired of you know uh, being around the contracting business. Then I mm -hmm. decided to just uh, quit that and get myself hundred percent focus on uh, real estate because I've seen my family. Uh, you know, after some time, they converted their businesses into real estate as well. Mm -hmm. As we can see, you know, the most the most millionaires and billionaires in the world are all real, real estate related. tycoons. Exactly. Right. Yep. They're so either, they're either investing in real estate. Yeah. They own real estate. Um, Absolutely. I, I don't think that apart from money, what could be the best? What What could motivate you? In real estate, there is a lot, but you got to make the right move at the right time.
Right, right, yes. right. Mm -hmm. So don't overpay for your real estate deals. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's the right deal. Yeah, the right price, correct. Yeah, so uh, when did you come to the United States? What year and I came, how did I've you make been, that move? I've been, I've been traveling back and forth because I was in different businesses. I was in uh, oil business as well. Uh, you know, I was I was importing and importing export of uh, oil as well uh, in Pakistan. And then I was back and forth. So I started my investments in 2015 and 16 between that uh me and my partner was here his name is moby uh we both started uh first i was looking for properties in virginia uh, manassas and woodbridge but you know the properties were too expensive and the mm -hmm. budget we had was only like close to a hundred thousand dollars i didn't want it to put 100 like they say don't put all of your eggs, eggs in, in one, one basket, basket. Right. so i was like i gotta test try and then repeat mm -hmm. absolutely mm -hmm. So first house I bought was in Florida. Uh, there's a city called Port St. Lucie, uh, Fort Pierce. And uh, I bought a house for probably uh, $20,000. We put in like five or $6,000. And we ended up sending, selling it for uh, $44,000. Wow. And that, that, was, that was the first deal that we made. In the United States. Would you consider that first deal a fix and flip? Or did you hold it for a little bit? It was fix and flip. Okay. It was fix and flip. Okay. And there were some properties once we fixed and flipped simultaneously, I did not stop. I was buying back to back. Mm. And then I bought some properties where we got stuck for like seven months, eight months, six months. So what I thought instead of being stuck, look, every stage teaches you. Every stage mm -hmm. teaches you. So that stage, when I got stuck with the property, it taught me that instead of being stuck six, seven, eight months into that property because it was not being sold, you should always put it on rent. Mm -hmm. Bifurcate your income. Mm -hmm. So increase the source of income. Right. So that, that gave me, uh, you know, a lesson to what to do mm. instead of sitting idle on the property. Right, right, right. So right. That, was a, you know, that was a move that I learned. I have a good question for those that are getting into fix and flips. <laughs> How did you acquire that first fix and flip? I did my research because I heard buying properties either from auction. That was the first deal. <clears throat> I got it straight from the auction, from the courthouse. Mm -hmm. uh, you can see it online. And then now there's an auction.com website as well. You know, I don't want to market for them, but <laughs> there are many other websites online that you can go there and start bidding and, you know, get uh, properties online. So that's what I did. I looked, I did my research online. I did the comms. I saw how many properties are nearby and what's the county's assessed value. Uh -huh. that's, that's where you make a decision. Sometimes there are a couple of properties where you have to bite the bullet, <laughs> but right. you gotta be careful. So that's what we did. You know, we, we, we went online, we saw it, we, we bid on it, and I, I bought it for, you know, whatever the X amount, I bought it for $20,000. $20, uh, but what I did, I did saw the property from outside. I saw what's the square footage. I saw what are the details I saw. Uh, you know, these are the things that you got to be uh, looking at. And then mm -hmm. we we made an idea. Obviously, we had somebody who was working in that city since past uh, 10 years. We used their experience. So <clears throat> my experience, if it's two months and somebody who has an experience of 10 years. So plus my experience and their experience. So that is 10 years and two months. 
<laughs> right. You get I it? Know. Sometimes yeah. you got to be working smart than working harder. Correct. Use somebody else's experience to get your deals done. Correct. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And, and having somebody experienced would actually help you to either acquire that property or not to acquire that property. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Though, yes, I was, you know, what I did, I did pay that person the commission. I said, I will pay you the commission. I will give you the fees because... Saving that commission of three or four percent or five percent would actually save my investment of nearly hundred thousand dollars. Right. So right. never look at the little numbers that you have round, down over there. Mm. Always give that away because those little numbers will help you save your big investments. Mm. Exactly. Beautiful. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> so why did why did you uh, choose real estate out of everything? It's more stable. That's true. <laughs> it's it, <clears throat> it's one thing is called like tangible, intangible. Mm. That's tangible. And it's there, right? The land is there. You can actually see. You know, if somebody tells me, "Oh, why didn't you? Why why didn't you go for stocks?" I don't know. I don't know that. And and they are probably in the cloud somewhere online mm -hmm. here and there. Mm -hmm. It never understands me. I'm not saying do not invest in, uh, you know, in, uh, stocks. in stocks. If you know stocks more than real estate, go ahead. Stick to stocks. Yeah, yeah. but but uh, okay. But real estate is something that is there you can go and be there at your, at, at right your land. you can do your numbers and you then it's numbers. okay yeah. yeah i might i might not lose on this one yeah, yeah. even yeah. if you think that you're losing and if it's not too much that you're losing you just can just hold on to it. hold on to it yeah. give it on rent yeah. and get up you know a passive income correct with that right absolutely yeah yeah so when when did you uh, migrate to? <laughs> I was uh, I I was uh, but very much keen of coming to this side of the because I've been brought up in a city in a metropolitan city Karachi mm -hmm. Dubai I've seen those cities I've I've seen London so these are the cities metropolitan so, cities very busy and when I was in Virginia and when I was in uh, Florida. It was uh, very quiet and slow, mm. and every deal was taking four months, five months, mm. six months, and that was very slow pace. I just flipped probably around about in, in two years, probably uh, 20 to 25 houses to between the spam of two or three years, I'm, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it, was, it was very, it was, you know, it was very time consuming. And uh, I don't know how the market was at that time, but. It wasn't that fast. <clears throat> you first came to Florida, right? No, first I came to Virginia. Oh, okay. I came to Virginia. <laughs> I settled in Manassas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. you went to Florida. Then when I found out about the opportunity, I've always, even in the contracting, it depends on where you get the, uh, get the opportunity. Even if you get an opportunity, as I said, that was more like a village for me, uh, Fort Pierce and Port St. Lucie in Florida, I worked there. I made some money. I made some deals. I learned the business there. Right. Because mm. I didn't want it to put everything on stake. Mm. So, you know, the first, the, always, always the first deal is the most difficult one. Definitely, definitely. Once you get your first deal out of the door, then sky's the limit. And yes, you will keep on going, you will fall, you will stand up, you will fall, you will stand up, you will fall. Keep on moving and moving and moving. Absolutely. How long did it take you to get your first deal? On real estate or contracting? Real estate. Both. <laughs> it, ta it takes around about six to eight months to get any of your deals. First deal. It's, it's, mm. it's difficult. Yeah, yeah. Like a, Not everyone's lucky, I'll be honest. Yeah. Is, is it luck people, or is it the way that you speak to the person? I, first thing, <clears throat> it, it is luck. Second thing is your research. 
trust me, research, research, research. Mm -hmm. The more the knowledge you have in what you're doing, the better it will for you to, you know, understand and make the decision. Right, right. Information is knowledge and knowledge would help you make the decision. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I agree 100%. But I think the luck comes with the hard work and taking action. 100%. Hard work pays off. Hard work and working hard work comes working smart as well. Exactly. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. So the, you get luckier when you work hard, you yes. take action, yes, and you go for it. But yes. it's just about consistency, you know? Yes. So yes. Sometimes you get lazy too. <laughs> <laughs> right. It happens to all of us, when man. You, when you make like a couple of deals, you're like, hey, you know what? I don't want to work today. Yeah, it happens yeah. to us, man. But you don't yeah. get that. Don't no, get not, 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 not everybody gets that freedom. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. So the, the thing that people, freedom. I always tell people the same thing, don't get comfortable. So if yes. you make a good amount of money, don't, oh, let me relax. Let me I, take I it. agree with you no. here. When people be comfortable, that's the time they start losing. Because time is money. Absolutely, yeah. Time is money. Yeah. So, you know, if you, you don't work for four days, you are probably 40 days behind exactly. on your work. Absolutely. Drops you behind on time. And, and there you go. Can't have that. Um, that momentum, building that momentum, that, that takes time. What, you what, know? Yeah, what were you doing those, uh, you said six to eight months to get that, that first day? What were you doing every single day? I was going to a gym. I was working out. I was doing my research. I was literally driving from a town to town to city to city to see where the best opportunity I can get. Wow. Don't take me wrong. This <laughs> land isn't land of opportunity. And it does give you that opportunity. So that, that, that's what gave me opportunity in that, in that city where I met that, uh, you know, that uncle of mine. And he was one of my teachers as well to teach me how the game worked. He taught me everything. I did not know how the construction works in U.S. because, that, you know, my background is in Pakistan. Right. Even, even everything is concrete over there. But yeah. something is, you know, some things were similar, like foundation work and all that stuff mm -hmm. and brick work and all that. So over here, when I found out you got to make a wall with a drywall, I was like, for a second, wait, sheetrock drywall? Okay. <laughs> you know, you can literally jump through it right. and break right. it into pieces. Right. So but that's how they do it. That's how they do it over here. You know, uh -huh. two by fours, baseboards, vanities, all these names. <clears throat> I couldn't get hold of it because I was I was a little confused with my British English and American English, mm -hmm. you know, and then Pakistani, you know, kind of English. It was like <laughs> everything was so confusing. But Makes once sense. you get the momentum and once you get into the game, you understand where everything comes from. So so when you came here, your uncle was like your first mentor, right? Yes. Don't get me wrong here. A lot of people said to me, hey, why did you start a business of a, I'm, I'm, I'm not against restaurants, but Subway, gas station, 7-Elevens, you know, all that stuff. But I was like, that's like open to close. It's, it's too much. Right. right. So I was like, let me do something where there is less headache, more profit, and uh, more money. How important right. would you say it is to have a, have a mentor? It is very important. That would actually <clears throat> guide you properly. Mm -hmm. you, you need the right guidance. Right. To give, right guidance would give you right numbers. Right numbers will make you achieve the right goals. Right goals, right money. Exactly. <laughs> I agree 100%, man. Higher paychecks. So <laughs> I had a question for you. Um, sure. This goes back to your first fix and flip, right? Mm-hmm. What can you tell the people not to do? Give them some, some, some of the mistakes you made in order for them not to have to make do not do something that you don't understand. Ask, research, and then implement, and then learn. 
learn. If you know what to do or how to get done or watch YouTube, how is it done? Mm-hmm. then you can tell the other person how to do it. And if he's mm-hmm. making a mistake, because his mistake would cost your pocket. Mm, Remember right. that. And that's what happened in one of the properties. I was told, I, I, did, I had no clue about a flat roof, okay? And then, uh, you know, we were, we were gui- misguided by the contractor. There was, there was a handyman. He, you know, he was from the streets or something. He didn't know much, <laughs> and I didn't know much. And then, you know, when two people don't know much, it turns into a trash. A disaster. <laughs> a yeah. disaster. It was a disaster, but, the, you know, God willingly, God saved me. Uh, you know, we were break even on that deal. Mm-hmm. But that gave me a lesson. When you don't know something, don't get your hands dirty in it. Do get it. Do the research. Find out how things are done and then implement it. Wow. 100%. Yeah, that's, that's where, where, where I'm telling you. The flat roof, I had no idea how does that yeah. fit. I even didn't know, you know, what goes, what kind of, uh, do we even put insulation there or not under the uh, roof? Flat roof. Yeah. 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 Like, like some type of rubber that goes on top? No, on, on the top, it comes, yeah. uh, the, there, there's rubber, there are these uh, shingles, goes yeah. over there and uh, different kind of tarp paper and tarp and black tarp and right. yeah, all that stuff goes there. So, I, I, I'll be honest. I'm, I might be somewhere wrong in this. I'm not 100% the construction guy. <laughs> no, it's okay. You got somebody else doing it now. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what would you, what's some advice you would give to the people watching um, as far as getting that first fix and flip? What can, you know, what can they do to get that first fix and flip? And how can it be their first fix and flip? First thing first, get your numbers right. Mm-hmm. Do not, okay, in, in for, especially in Baltimore, <clears throat> the mm. market depends on block to block. So, so for block, those that don't block, know, he's in, in Baltimore now. So, <laughs> so from Virginia to Florida to Baltimore. Baltimore. Now. Yes, so, yes, yes, yes. We're in Baltimore right now yeah. doing this podcast. Yeah. So uh, in Baltimore, the market is very different. It's 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 from block to block. One mm-hmm. block would, house would be selling for two hundred thousand, and as you cross the street, there would be houses for like thirty thousand, forty thousand, fifty thousand dollars. Why? That that's how it is. That's, that's how, how it is. is. Yeah. It's it's crazy, but that's how it is. You know, mm-hmm. but even in that now, what I'm seeing something new is somebody building a brand new house, which they call it um, an, 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 an inventor or I don't know uh, what new, the, uh, developer, new developer. New developer. But, but what they do is they they start with one house in that block and make it brand new. Mm. What does that one house does? It brings up the value of the other of the houses. whole houses or whatever in that block. So they start off with maybe uh, uh, the new guys. If they want to start, they should start with small houses, houses okay. which are below. I mean, there's nothing less than thirty to forty thousand dollars now mm-hmm. in the market. The same market. When I came, I stepped in. I, I did a research over here, and that was around about in 2015 and 16. And I was looking at houses for like thousand dollar, two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars, five thousand dollars. Yeah. But that's all gone now. In Baltimore. Blocks. People were buying blocks and blocks and blocks. And when I was started. When I started to buy a blog and I was putting an offer, somebody told me, hey, guess what? It's a ghost town. Don't buy. And there is no ghost towns anymore mm-hmm. in Baltimore. They're all gone because people bought blocks and, you know, probably they're doing any reno- all the renovation, building, you know, commercial and mixed-use buildings over there. Mm-hmm. So 
<clears throat> when I came here, somebody told me don't buy houses in Baltimore in 2015, 16. I was like, I'll be back. You know, I'll go back to Florida. There's nothing over here. I can't do anything over here. Yeah. And I was a little afraid. Everyone's afraid, you know, right. putting their first uh, deal. So, you know, then I came back over here in Baltimore in 2019. Mm-hmm. That's when I bought my first house, and it was a real house. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe what I'm gonna get for like twenty thousand, fifteen thousand dollars. But I bought a fifteen thousand dollar house. I I fixed it up, you know. I put it on rent, and I ended up selling it for uh, thirty eight thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this you is know, where it's yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I, ho- I I was holding it. Don't get me wrong, but I was holding it. Well, for two years, and the rental income was eight, eight to nine hundred dollars. Right. Uh, average was eight hundred dollars, and you know, even if I, if I bought it on the mortgage, what could be the mortgage on twenty to twenty five thousand dollars? Like three hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, so even if you get it on mortgage, it's uh, the 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 four the 40, 50% is going back to your pocket. Mm. Hey, so I know you're enjoying this amazing podcast, but before we continue, I just want to give a huge shout out to PropStream. If you are an agent, investor, and or wholesaler, you need to check out PropStream. For only $97 a month, PropStream allows you to run comps anywhere in the United States, and you can pull over 10,000 leads every single month. And not only that, but you can go ahead and look at the property history of any property. So with that being said, click my affiliate link below for a seven day free trial today. And don't forget, take action. How did you run your rentals? Did somebody go up to these? Because it's in West Baltimore, right? It's in East, North, West. Excuse me. And and who, who did you have collecting your rent? Did you have a property manager? No, I was I was I was doing all that by myself uh-huh. because that's what I learned in um, Florida. Yeah. When I, you know, what, what I did, I was doing flipping and side by side these small little properties that I was buying real real cheap. Mm-hmm. I was fixing them and I was holding them and I was putting them on rent. Yeah. That's like you know uh, increasing the source of income. Right. Let me let me ask you something. Right. So the, for the people that don't know. West Baltimore is like one of the most dangerous areas in Baltimore. <laughs> so I just want to know, do you have any crazy stories um, or just bad, crazy experiences that, you know, being in this Baltimore market? I once went to a house to look at it. I go inside and I suddenly go down. What? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? What did he just say? He sunk in. The floor was so damp, I put my foot down and boom, I was down eight feet. Oh my God. Me me and my poor assistant, she was there with me. Yes, we literally had to take off for like you know we had a we had an injury on our backs and you know there was all scratches all over. There were like big fat rats. Oh there were rats God. in the yeah, basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You how see, did you how did you get back up? Were the stairs okay? No, some people came up and helped us around. Thank God it was a daytime. It wasn't it wasn't a nighttime. It was it was it was a oh, vacant so house? What did yeah, you do? It was, it was a vacant house. You yelled for help, or what? People just on? walking by, and they were like, "Hey!" They, they heard a loud noise. Yeah, yeah. They're like, "Hey, what happened?" I'm like, "Wait!" They were like looking for us. You know, we were like, "Hey, guys, look here. We're down here. We need some help." Oh so, man, what a story! Yeah, that was that was crazy. That was. I'm glad crazy. you're okay. Did you buy the house though? Yeah, 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 yeah. I bought the house. I was like, "I'm gonna did, buy this." Did house. you get a discount though? 
Uh, I was about to sue him, but I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is that these people, these uh, everybody tells you in advance, just be careful before going to these houses. Right. Yes. Because of rain and dampness and all that stuff, you know, it just soaks the wood and gets very soft. And then, you know, it's very dangerous. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, oh, I hope man. you just got a discount on that property, man. <laughs> Did no, they give like, you a discount? Nah, they, they I, I, I just moved ahead with the closing and everything. I was like, you know, I'll just move ahead. It's okay. Uh, Everybody who, has a good day and a bad day. So that would, that day, that one of one of those days was a bad day. And then uh, I'll, I'll tell you one of my experiences in uh, Florida. Okay. I was uh, I was looking for properties here and there, and I went to one of these houses. You know, we're we're not supposed to go into these houses. So I was like, as a courtesy, I'll just knock on the door and ask her if she can, you know, like let me look around the house. So uh, what happened was when I knocked on the door, uh, I was, I was, I was actually uh, my 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 partner was in the car. He was waiting for me, and I, you know, I was confident enough to go to the door and knock on the door. I knocked on the door, and old and an old lady. Uh, comes on the door and suddenly she leaves two of her dogs on me. <laughs> she was there with what? no electricity. <clears throat> the house was actually going into foreclosure. She was just living there and, and the room and, and the house were smelled so bad you could mm -hmm. not stand over there. I was feeling sorry for her and, you know, I wanted to offer her some money or something, you know, right. just so that, you know, she can actually get something to eat or live a good life. And I don't know who she right. was. She was probably the owner of the ha property. And when I she when she left dogs on me, I literally ran and came in the car and she screamed at me, do not come to this property and this and that and da -da -da -da. And I, you know what I said to her? You know what? Tomorrow, I'm going to buy this property. <laughs> <laughs> Did you buy it? I bought it. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, I bought man. it. I bought it. And, and after like two or three days, I gave her the notice. I'm like, you got to be out. I'm sorry. But I was, I was nice. You know, I was like, I'll give you a month's time. I'll give you two months' wow. time, too. It's, it's okay. Even you after were, the you, dogs you were, you. Yeah, you were bad to me. <laughs> it doesn't mean that if you're bad, yeah. if somebody's bad to you, you got to be bad, bad to, to that them. person. Absolutely, right. So I was like, you know, since God has switched the tables. Right. Now it's my turn. So you got to be, right, really, right. you know, when, when, when God is nice to you, you got to be nice to his people. Absolutely. Right. I agree 100%, man. So I know you, um, before real estate, you said that you owned a few other businesses like restaurants and other stuff yes, like that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I mean, tell us how, <sighs> how that experience was. Why did you go to real estate? Like, how was that journey in I the was, restaurant? I was... I was doing real estate constantly, and I was mm. I thought of doing something different, you know, putting my hands in different businesses, like I did an oil, you know, fatty acid oil, glycerine, and all that stuff, uh, which is used in uh, making soap. I did that, but that did not really work out. I did not know full knowledge about that business, but then, you know, I left. I went back to uh, real estate. Then I started off uh, building uh, restaurants, I, I, I managing restaurants, op operating restaurants. I, I learned. I learned how how that happens, and then it was it was it was too much for me. It was like from open to close, you are committed to the customers. You don't have a social life. You don't have your personal life. You don't have your family life. Everything because you are serving the people. Right, right, right. Any any restaurant you go, you didn't any, get the freedom. Basically, you don't no freedom. So this this goes um to the topic of um family um and stuff like that. I mm -hmm. mean, what would you say balancing your family life, your social life, and real estate? How do you deal with your your personal life? In, in real estate, it gives you a lot of freedom. 
because mm-hmm. with a lot of money you get a lot of freedom absolutely yeah <laughs> so uh you know you gotta give time to your family you gotta give time to yourself which is very important you gotta take care of your health in the restaurant business you know to be honest it, it was hardly giving me time for my take care of my health to you know see my family uh my brother my sister my my parents everyone so it was it was really difficult for me so that's why i decided i'll go back to real estate i've been on and off hopping it's like a hop on and hop off bus <laughs> mm-hmm. like real estate was a hop on and a hop off bus i've yeah. been hopping onto it and then i hopping off to it but meanwhile hopping off to it i was holding to those properties but it's just okay. to diversify right. uh mm-hmm. you know my time my money and see how does that businesses work right but it's about suiting as well you know not a like real estate also does not suit everyone right you know it's not meant do, you, for do you think you're here to stay now in the real estate game yeah, yeah. Now, it, now i'm gonna be now i'm gonna be in real estate you know I'm, i'm gonna be in real estate my 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 next generation is gonna be real estate because my you know my dad's been into real estate uh in the future pipelines we have different projects you know we have uh as a housing society coming close to the arabian sea housing society we're going to mm. probably be launching that in five years down the line wow. um, yeah it's going to be more than uh 5000 houses over there wow. uh you know for for the people so in in and and it's going to be in, in installments like real real uh cheap houses for people who cannot afford mm-hmm. affordable housing right. so mm-hmm. that's what we're going to introduce uh, back home in Pakistan but definitely you Amazing. know whatever we're going to do over here it's going to be here for people of here to do something for the community over here cuz this community these people this uh soil is giving you the opportunity so my first priority would be be loyal here absolutely absolutely okay So as far as uh, your schedule as an entrepreneur now this is a good question because uh, everybody struggles uh, uh, with it. Yes, in the beginning you got to be up 5 6 o'clock in the morning. Trust me, the deals that you get in the morning, you won't get those deals and the work <laughs> that you get in the morning done, you won't be able yeah. to get work done after 12 o'clock, after 1 o'clock. People are sleeping. They've already made pe- I mean if if you're if your people are up, I mean to say not sleeping. Mm-hmm. You're sleeping by 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 12 o'clock. people have already made decisions right you got to wake up early in the morning to before people can make decisions you know yeah. everything that most of the deals that i got is like getting up early in the morning and you know catching up to the deals yeah. right that's that's the best thing and early in the morning would actually give you that energy to work more the oxygen yeah. is fresh you know the the, the yes. vitamin d is there in the sun go and get it yes. <laughs> and vitamin yeah. d is only until probably 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock either too oh, wow. you know yeah <laughs> wow. so what does your schedule look like at the moment it's it's like you know uh, right now i'm a little bit relaxed but early early in my days i used to get up like 6 o'clock 7 o'clock in the morning i mean even right now there are some days that i wake up uh, late but most of the time i try to wake up around about 6 o'clock 7 o'clock in the morning uh get a hold of all the contractors all all the deals that I'm doing mm-hmm. you know get hold of the title companies calling and email everyone uh early in the morning as you wake up early mo- in, in the morning and you know by 10 o'clock 11 o'clock you send emails uh, to everyone they would start replying you by 12 o'clock 2 o'clock 1 o'clock 3 o'clock you know so 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 maximum time is that people respond to you around about three o'clock or two o'clock nobody wants to work here after three o'clock four o'clock you know <laughs> to be honest they just want to go home and be yeah. with their family and everyone so uh number one is that you know you should you should get up in the morning 
uh, morning would give you a lot. Have of a morning routine. Have a have a morning routine. Yeah. Right. Do you go to the gym? Are you? I do. I do. I do. I mean, I I've been injured with my lower back uh, injury. Okay. I had a disc slip. Uh, that was because of the. I, I partied too much. <laughs> <laughs> I was traveling from state to state, from country to country, to city to city. Oh, and he did show uh, me his Facebook earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and this man was in I've Paris. I've been to Europe. I've been to Paris. I've I mean, been to Prague. I, I love Prague. It's beautiful. I've been to uh, Barcelona, Verna. Uh, I've been to Eastern Europe. I like that. Uh, I've been to England. I've, I've 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 lived a couple of years in England. I have my family over there. My siblings are everyone's from oh, the UK. Wow. Mm. Yeah, even my younger brother was born in London, Slough. And you and, chose Baltimore. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I chose Baltimore. Baltimore actually reminds me at all a lot a lot like uh, UK. Mm. These these little houses really? that remind me of England houses in England. Oh really? Yeah yeah yeah. So I was like okay. Okay, this this seems this this seems more like lo- home. Seems like home, and then yeah. you know I've been uh, you know I, I'm from a metropolitan uh, city, and the city right. gives me that metropolitan feel. So I was like, why not? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. So tell yeah, us yeah, some yeah. of your uh, tell us one of your craziest. I mean, you seem like you have a lot of stories. Tell us one of your craziest stories partying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I've partied a lot. Literally, I have a picture of mine. I'm hanging myself with a chandelier, and I have like. 25, 30 people around me and I'm going like this and like that. So oh, I have a man. short video and, 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 and a picture of that and it's crazy and everyone's looking and pointing at me like that. How did you, how did you get up there? I have no idea. Oh. What happens in Whoa. parties stays, stays there. Parties. Let's yes. go. And this was out in Dubai, right? Yes, yes. That was wow. in Dubai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, uh, with that being said, You've traveled a lot, right? Yes, I've traveled. And there's a lot of people on I, social I, media. I, I, would, I, would, I would say traveling is the best education. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. We've heard that. Yes. And my question for you, mm-hmm. because I see this on social media a lot, they're always saying money does not buy happiness. Come to Dubai and see that. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, you don't need to be in Dubai. You can be here and see that too. You can be yeah. in uh, LA. You can be in San Francisco. You can be in Miami. Money does buy happiness. The people out there having fun have yeah. money. Money gives you yeah. freedom. That gives you motivation. That gives you freedom to do anything. Yeah. And, and and when you have the freedom to do anything, you can get happiness, you know, whatever you want to do. You just need to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. Just, but but yeah. always uh, with with what sometimes what happens people get too excited when they make first deal of a hundred or two hundred or three hundred thousand dollars the exactly. mistake people make is blow that blow money. that money man yeah blow it on parties blow it on after parties blow it on pre parties do not do so that. much I, drugs. I would highly suggest do not yeah. do that be patient be patient be patient reinvest 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 and you want to party. Work hard for a good couple of years, five, six, seven, eight, nine years, and then just yeah. retire and then party. Right. When you know that you have a consistent source of income. Income. Absolutely. Right, right. I like yeah. That's yeah. what Grant Cardone says. You uh, buy assets, right, that make you money. Yes. And then you use that to go ahead and purchase and do whatever. Something. Yeah, do whatever you yeah. want to party. You want to support your family. You want to do something. If you want to uh, blow an extended family. <laughs> <laughs> do what you want with it, man. Yeah. Yeah, okay. absolutely. 
So what's the, what's the hardest part about being an entrepreneur or just being in the real estate business? When you work for yourself, you have to work at least 15, 16, 17, 18 hours because you know the more you work, the more progress you're going to get. Mm-hmm. The less you work, because Absolutely you're working for right. yourself. You're not working for somebody else's dreams. You're working for your own dreams. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the tough part where you have to... Uh, you know, commit a lot of time to yourself. And again, that's 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 for a good couple of years. And, you know, once you've reached that level, you don't really have to work for certain uh, hours. You're just going to work for like seven, eight or you work for good seven, eight hours in the morning. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so that's that's the most toughest part. Where in the beginning you got to work because because it's not only work that you're doing in there. There are different parts of work in the work. It's your you know, you're, you're, you're doing research, making the first step. How do I make the first step? How do I make the first deal? You know, that's, that's the main problem that you get into. And, uh, that's, that's the main thing, you know, that as you asked me, what's, mm-hmm. what's the, you know, how do you do, how do you do it? So, you know, it, it just, it's like, you gotta play, uh, smartly with your schedule as well. Absolutely. How many, how many, uh, deals and projects are you uh, doing a month at the moment? Uh, average we averagely we close around about we, we don't do too much but we do around about four or five houses a month uh around about uh quarterly yeah, oh okay yeah yeah, yeah 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 quarterly and it goes up to six seven eight as well okay so, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And the more the time you give and and a single person is nothing once you have become an entrepreneur, start working on your team. Build mm, a team. Absolutely. That's yep. how you build the freedom. There you go. Yep, yep. And then you make other people do what, you know. You're doing. <laughs> exactly. You're just putting people in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they mm. work for your goals. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so, your dreams. Yeah. So, right. so nowadays, I mean, um, you're doing pretty good for yourself. You got, you know, people in place. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, how do one more thing? One more thing: money management. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you manage your money the right way. Wrong decisions can make your money go down the drain. What's What's some advice to to manage your money? Uh, for example, hypothetically, I would say that you know you have like five properties, and you you know you're you're working on. uh, I would say you need to work on uh, properties, and you're like lazy. Oh, you know what? I'll just work on one, and I'll just work on two. You are actually losing money on the three other properties that are laying down Mm -hmm. because time is money. Mm -hmm. The faster and the quicker you work on all the properties you have, the quicker and the faster you can flip them. The faster the capital or the investment comes back to you, the faster you can do more deals. Mm-hmm. So never let your real estate, you know, if, uh, but if there's something wrong with it, you know, hold it. But if you think that holding uh, is not good and you do your numbers right, you know, you, you could just fix them and put it back in the market because time is money. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You don't want to be stuck with something. Yeah. For example, you have a mortgage of a thousand dollars on five properties and, you know, you're losing a thousand dollars every month of not putting them back in the market. Right. 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 Makes sense. Yeah. Put it back on the market. Yeah. Just put it back. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Hit the next one. Hit the next one. Volume. There is a time comes where you just want volume. You want more and more. So even though you might lose a thousand bucks, two thousand bucks. That's it. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. To the next one. To the next one. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You what? might because you, there are deals every day popping up. Yeah. What's motivating you to get up every morning? <laughs> <laughs> I think you got him. You got him on that one. The hard work that I've done in the past couple of years, where I am today. I don't want to lose this. That what wake wow. me wakes me up. 
I worked so hard. I worked so hard. And that's what motivates me. The empire that I've built over here, mm-hmm. I want to sustain that. And I want to build higher and higher and higher. You want to get to the point where you're a real estate tycoon, right? Yeah, where, where, where my bank account looks like a phone number. Adobe <laughs> <laughs> Solutions. That's the name. Yep, yeah. yep. So uh, let's, let's get into this. Uh, we're going to dive into mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> entrepreneurship. What do you look, as an entrepreneur, what do you look for in a woman? Ah, <laughs> that's a tough one. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to give any anti-feminist uh, answers. And you know, I respect women. You know, even in my religion, my culture, women are highly respected. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I just want to add to this. Mm-hmm. So, again, it goes to what's what's the topic that's going around on social media, right? Mm-hmm. We got all these women that say, "Hey, I want a six-figure man." Um, what about men? Nobody asks, what does a man want? <laughs> and that's why we're asking you today. Yeah. Nobody thinks how hard a man works his ass off in the streets, you know, even polishing boots of people just to right. make living for right. their family. Right. They don't know. They, they don't know what the, what the practical world looks like. They are probably, you know, especially the women who are in the house, they have, I respect that they make the house clean. They do everything. Right. But the men having their struggle outdoor in the practical world you meet 100 different kind of people mm-hmm. there are some people who just want to stab you there are some people who want to slap you there are some men don't like men and then you know there are some well you know what, what i don't want to say this but a lot of women don't like women you know why because a woman knows a woman too much mm-hmm. <laughs> but the mm-hmm. thing is that uh, again coming to your um, answering to your question uh, an entrepreneur looks uh, in a woman that uh, you know, who has the courage to push you out of the house or to stand by you or to motivate you every day to, you know, work harder and get to your goals. So end of the day, even look, women wants peace and women wants space and, you know, they, they, they want an easy life. Who, which women would not want a comfortable life? Right. So, any woman who has the courage and, you know, has the push to, you know, get your men do something, even if they have to, you know, kick your men out of the house, kick them early in the morning, six o'clock, tell them to get out, to do something. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So you look for. So, so that's 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 one thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, working with you would actually look. I, I look at this uh, like one and one is not two. For me, one and one is eleven. That's how I look at. So, mm. you know, having a woman who can actually help you achieve your goals, as they say, you know, that there's a saying, uh, behind every successful man, there's a woman. Mm-hmm. So an entrepreneur wants a woman who can make that man a successful man. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And do you believe that, <clears throat> do you believe that that woman that's helping you get to the top Mm-hmm. Should she be a stay-at-home woman or should she be somebody that's working? Trust me, don't be hard on women. Don't be hard on your women. Okay. Be reasonable, respect her, be comfortable. And because we, <laughs> I don't want to say this, but, you know, I heard once Trump saying that, you know, women have hormonal changes. So... That's 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 where it is. You gotta be very careful with women. So gotta be make them comfortable. Let them do whatever they're doing, but tell them that you know this is where you are wrong in a nicer way. Never be hard on women. I I never believe in being hard on women. Just gotta be nice. 
uh, be lenient with it because mm-hmm. then she will understand that, you know, she will understand where you're coming from. I, I mean, um, you know, that that's a normal woman. Right. And a normal man. <laughs> right. So you look for a woman who supports you, motivates you to get up every morning. Yes. And to get to the next level. Yes, absolutely. And in return, you will understand for her. Yes. You will have understanding for yes, her. Yes, I will. I would give her you a comf- you know you, you gotta give them a comfortable life, a luxury mm. comfortable life. Right. Luxury. You know, luxury like comfortable travel, uh, everything. Because mm-hmm. look, end of the day, you're doing it for your family, mm-hmm. and family guy, comes man. first. Mm-hmm. To be honest, family <laughs> yeah. comes first. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Really nice. Those are some really good words right there. Okay. Thank you. So, Hank, um, I think that will go ahead and uh, end the podcast. Thank you very much, guys. Keep on going. Keep on moving. One day you will make a deal. Do not <laughs> get demotivated. Yeah, man. I'm going to tell this to everyone watching me. Right. My, my Keep last, on going. My last question or, you know, statement, I guess you can say. I was going to say, you know, give a... Uh, some word of advice to people watching, um, just not really real estate related, but just entrepreneur related. In Everything. General. Keep on going. One day you will make a deal. Don't worry about it, guys. You will. Okay. You will. Just keep mm-hmm. on going. Just keep, keep taking persevering. action. Yes. Keep taking action. Keep, keep on moving. Uh, Every uh, day, uh. move. What, whatever people say, whatever people trying to demotivate, whatever people say, don't get into real estate. A lot of people told me don't get into real estate. And that's 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 what gave me the motivation to actually do real estate because mm-hmm. a lot Proved of people, them wrong. Was, yeah, people I was were like, doubting you. I was like, they were like, no, you cannot do it. You don't know the market here. You don't know this. You don't know <laughs> that. You won't be able to achieve it. You won't be able to be there. I'm like, what are they saying now? They're saying, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, you know, as 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 you as he said that I've been traveling. You know, I've even been to the Nusrat Salt Bay. I love his steak. He Ooh, has one of the best steaks mm-hmm. in the world. Did you get to see him? Uh, no, no, no. I've just been to his restaurant. Oh, I, haven't, okay. I haven't seen him, but I will definitely see One him day. sometime. One day I'll see yeah. him. Uh-huh. I, I follow him on Instagram and everything. <laughs> okay. So, you know, for, 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 for when, when you have, again, when you have that freedom, when you have that freedom with money, I actually go to different countries to try the food. That's why I came across Nusrat. I was like, you know, I'm going to go to Nusrat and try the best steaks that I have over there. Right. There uh, you go. So, you know, that's what it is. And again, whatever people say, don't care what others say. Mm-hmm. Do what you have to do. Exactly. And wow. keep on moving. Absolutely. Wise One words. day you will achieve your goals. Absolutely. <laughs> All righty, guys. All righty. Thank, thank you very action. much for thank, having me. Thank you for coming on the podcast, man. You're welcome. Um, keep keep doing good things. <laughs> keep persevering. One day you'll become a real estate tycoon. Definitely. Um, and yeah, man. So thank you, Ron, for coming. Thank you.